Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Wednesday, WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. We'll go up till 610 tonight. Red Sox baseball takes the airwaves then. Sox looking to rebound from another big loss yesterday against the Miami Marlins. Joining us now is Tom Karen, our Sox insider over at Ness and TC. How are you? I'm doing good, Brady. How are you doing? Excellent. I actually, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. I don't know if you heard, but they're calling me Mr. Hockey now all of a sudden because I want to start with you here in the end of June talking about the Bruins. Bruins trade away Taylor Hall. They trade away Nick Foligno. Apparently, they're planning on Bergeron and Krejci both not being back. Now, I don't think the Bruins are done as a contender. We saw what Florida did this year, just get into the playoffs and anything can happen. But based on all the change, would you agree with me that last year was the Bruins' last best chance? Well, I, I don't know that it's last chance. Uh, it might have been the best chance, and, and clearly the window of that group has closed, right? If, if Bergeron and Krejci are not coming back, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a new era. Uh, and, and how Sweeney navigates this summer is going to dictate what that era looks like. Uh, and, and it begins with cap space, and that's what he's doing right now, right? He's already begun the process. I would be shocked if both Allmark and Swayman are here on opening day. I think they're going to have to make a move there. Two goalies is a luxury, and, and right now, because of the salary cap, you can't afford that luxury. So I would imagine one of them are going to get moved, uh, and all of that should ultimately free up money to try to find somebody who can begin to replace what you're losing offensively with Bergeron and Krejci. Bertuzzi would be a very good fit towards that, but that can't be all. So, you know, yeah, the, the, this is navigating from that group to the next group that you hope opens the next window, but the current window is closed. I don't know enough about it cap-wise to, to, to know the answer to this, but Olmark is under contract. Swayman is a restricted free agent. Do they – what <laughs> – can't they just let someone else sign Swayman away and not try to match it and make it simple? Or do you think they might want to choose Swayman over Olmark, in which case they then sign Swayman and trade away Olmark? Well, I, yeah, I mean, you could do that. You could. Um, but I think the problem is you're getting nothing in return, right? Swayman is still an asset. And, and if you give up an asset for nothing, that's a wasted asset. So, I mean, you would get the calorie, the salary cap space. That would be good. Uh, but but doing that without getting anything in return, <clears throat> I think it's missing an opportunity. And I think that's why you're looking at that. You're trying to get something back. You know, the other day, the trades they, they've made so far, you've got organizational depth. they got defensemen. They gave you depth. Even if that's all you get for a goalie, it's better than getting nothing for a goalie, isn't it? NHL draft is tonight. Bruins don't have a first-round pick because they – dealt it in the Bertuzzi deal. Is there any reason for me to care about the draft from a Bruins perspective? I don't know. I, you know, I, and that, I'm a tough one for that. I'm not a draft guy to begin with and, and I'm stuck in baseball. So I'm not sitting around looking at, uh, at who's coming out, but you know, hockey drafts are weird because there's, you know, it's one of the few sports where you're not really drafting. Not like baseball where you're deciding between high school and college. You know, you're, you're deciding between, college and junior and European, there's a lot there. I mean, but this is, you know, listen, they've got some guys in, in Providence who are probably getting ready to, to, to make a move up to the NHL. And, and that goes back to what I was talking about with organizational depth. You're trying to get deeper. You, you, you've got to constantly have that pipeline of talent coming up, and that's where the draft comes in. 
All right, Mr. Hockey is done. Now we're back into my sweet spot. We're going to talk baseball again. We're talking with Tom Karen, our Sox insider over at Nesson. Sox gave up a 10 spot yesterday to the Marlins in losing. Um, you know, TC, you had teased in about the sixth inning or so that you were going to have a talk with High and Bloom in the postgame show. I'll be honest with you. I was so dejected I didn't watch the postgame show. How was the talk with High and Bloom about the trade deadline and thoughts and what he needs to see? Yeah, I thought he was pretty straightforward about exactly what all of us see. That he doesn't know what this team is. 50, 40 wins, 40 losses. Tonight is the halfway point of the Major League season, the 81st game. And we don't know what the team is. You know, a, a, a week and a half ago, we're in the middle of a six-game winning streak, and you're thinking, okay, now we're seeing something. Now you're starting to understand what this team can be. They've lost five of six since. They're back at 500. They are... 2-11 and 11 against National League teams at Fenway Park this season. Uh, it, it's just it's one of the more frustrating teams. Now, you know, talking to some guys in, in, in that clubhouse, um, again, Lee Jansen and, and Chris Martin and Adam Duvall, you know, they've been with teams that were hovering, especially Duvall and Martin were with that Atlanta team that was a game under 500 later in the season than this and went on to win the World Series because they added. Now, is, is Bloom ready to do that? It doesn't strike me as the type that's going to take a whimsy and go find a couple of stars. But, you know, they're, they're, you could easily go the other way with this team and say, you know, James Paxton would have a ton of trade value. Justin Turner would have a ton of trade value. Uh, Chris Martin would have a ton of trade value. A lot of guys on this team who probably aren't going to be in the future plans could, could really help a contender out. So if they decide to go that way, this thing gets broken up, but then that's a really ugly second half for what's remaining of the Boston Red Sox. So, I, he, you know, they're, they're right there. you got a month till the trade deadline. He's got to figure out what he's going to do. Is he buying selling? Because last year he tried to do both, and that didn't work. You know, this year, given the injuries and given the money, I totally get it. And I've always been in the camp of Garrett Whitlock is, should be a starter. But I saw the numbers yesterday. I mean, he is significantly better as a reliever. Are you having any doubts about his ability to start long term for the uh, for the franchise? Well, yeah, because I've had doubts all along. I've, that's a really tough one for me. It's been on. I've been on the fence. But yeah, Bill Parcells always said you are what the numbers say you are. And he, as a starter this year, has a five point one five ERA. Uh, he's given up ten runs in eleven and two third innings over his last two starts. Uh, you know, the, and he, is, as you said, his numbers as a reliever are, are dramatically better. And But this needs, team needs starting pitching right now, and I think I think you have to see it through here over the second half of the year to see what, what Woodlock can do. My worry is he hasn't thrown 80 innings in a season in more than five years wow. because of injuries, uh, and he's going to approach that fairly soon. So what does that mean? But you need somebody to start. No sale, no how. Uh, no starter tonight. You're going to have an opener in Caleb Ort. So I, I don't think he's had choice right now, but he's in the rotation. Rafi Devers is having such a weird year. I mean, you know, we, you know, you talk about it one day and he's struggling, the sky is falling, and then you look and hey, he's in the top three in RBIs, and he was leading the RBIs category before Otani went on his recent binge here. What's your assessment of Devers right now? Well, I mean, he's still the impact player, right? The home runs, the RBI, they, they speak to that. Uh, but but you'd like to see him getting on base more. He'd like to get batting average OPS come up a little bit. I I think teams are, are able to be really careful with him because I'm not sure he has the protection. Certainly last night without Yoshida, it's not the same lineup. Uh, the the bottom half of this order right now, it, it seems like like pitchers can pitch. 
through that, although Casas, three hits last night, coming around offensively, getting a little more depth there. But, you know, I, I just think Devers right now, maybe he's trying to do too much. Maybe he's trying to play to the contract. Maybe he's trying to be the MVP they're paying him to be. Uh, and that's never a recipe for success. You know, Major League Baseball put out the attendance numbers the other day. And I want to say that 20 teams were either at their number from last year or above. The Red Sox were actually drawing slightly less. I don't make too much of a deal of that. I'm sure people on Boston Sports Radio are. I kind of attribute that to bad weather, and they had that makeup game, you know, in the middle of the day on a Monday or whatever during school. Is that? Am I right in that, or do we actually need to be worried that people like this team less? Yeah, I don't worry so much about attendance. I do worry about interest. I do worry about buzz surrounding a team. The, the, the bigger thing to me right now is, you know, phase two of the all-star voting began yesterday with the top two at each position. You vote for one of them. Not a single Red Sox player has made it through to phase two. And and that worries me that, that the apathy is setting in or they just don't resonate with this fan base, the current group of players on this roster. I mean, Alex Verdugo has been one of the best right fields in baseball. He didn't make it through. Mm. And and it wasn't that long ago that Red Sox players would be up and down the final voting because so many Red Sox fans would get involved. So there is there's definitely, you know, a, a crossroads here that this team needs to be careful because <clears throat> the players just don't seem that marketable right now. And that's not a good thing for the Boston Red Sox. TC, I know a lot of people aren't too worried about the future when we have right now in front of us, but it's cool to see three players for the Red Sox organization selected for the Futures game at All-Star Week. Marcelo Meyer is going to be one. Nick York is going to be the uh, the other position player. Shane Drohan on the pitcher's side. Um, you know, hey, for we've talked a lot about building up the farm system, and it is cool to see three Red Sox players play in the Futures game. Yeah, no doubt. And guys who, who play up the middle, right, which has been a little bit of an issue, uh, say Don Rafaela, uh, the, the other one now in center field got moved up to AAA. Nick York and, and, and Meyer are the middle infield. I was up in Portland last week to see them. And, you know, Meyer's a really impressive guy. He's one of the top prospects in all of baseball and, and really handles himself well. You know, he, he's a 20-year-old. Two years ago right now, he was in high school, playing high school baseball. And now he's batting third for a double-A team. The youngest player to be promoted to double-A by the Red Sox, I think since 2010, mm. which is a long time. Uh, and the future is bright, but but these guys aren't coming this season. You know, they may be Rafaela if he has a really good run in AAA, but by and large, you're not going to see these guys, you know, still for a little while. Um, so, you know, this is what we talked about, that the drafting and development has been good. You're trying to bridge the gap to get to that, and, and that's been the challenge. I guess, you know, on that note, I'll, I'll leave you on this. Would you rather, TC, be the Red Sox where you've been good one year, bad the next year, kind of middling otherwise trying to balance it, or would you rather be the Ben Charrington-led Pittsburgh Pirates where you've been awful for three, four, five years, but the future does look very, very bright? And, yeah, they've hit a road bump again this year, but you can see the plan coming into fruition which one would you rather be well i, I don't mind being pittsburgh at the end of the process yes. i just don't want any part of beginning that process right so i mean you can make the argument the red sox are already there right? they're, they're, they're last place right now they last place last year they're last place in 2020 that's three last place finishes in the last four years now they were two wins away from the world series in the other year so you know and when they brought in high and bloom they said they wanted a sustainable contender 
that they wanted to get away from first place, last place, first place, last place, that, that pendulum they were bouncing around. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I, I want to be the Red Sox in a year when Marcelo Meyer and New York and Sedan Raphael and Shane Drohan are all part of this. But I got to know what you've done between now and then to complete that picture. Is Casas the real deal? Is Duran part of this? Where does Verdugo factor in? How good Yoshida? You know, if those things all come out on the good side and you add a starting pitcher, you need another starting pitcher maybe to, to complement that group. <clears throat> but, I mean, to use the Pittsburgh analogy, I think the Red Sox are, are, are close to the end of that process. It's just, you know, the rest of this year is teetering on the brink of being more trouble and, and, and alienating the fan base even more. Tom Karam, Sox Bruins insider over at Nesson. That's right, Mr. Hockey made an appearance today for me here on the show. TC, much appreciated as always. We will talk to you uh, in seven days. You shoot these scores. Thank you. Appreciate it.